time to put your pencils down because it's time for the Star Seminar. And now, here are your hosts, Rabble Rouser and Danny Fenton. Welcome to another episode of the Star Seminar. I am your host, Professor Rabble Rouser, and with me, I'm very pleased to say, is the Dean of the Oregon State School of Journalism and the 2022 Pulitzer Prize winner for his fine work, his daring wordsmithery at Blogging the Boys, the great Danny Phantom. How are you, sir? Uh, wow. Thank, thanks for that. Uh, you know, I, I have so many people to, uh, you know, to thank. Um, actually, Rabs, I'm, I'm having a really terrible day. Um, I started off this morning. I stepped in cat vomit. Um, which is never, never a good way to start your day. Um, (laughs) but as I was cleaning the, the cat puke out of my toes, I had an epiphany. I, I, well, maybe more or less, I had a realization, nothing like, you know, groundbreaking, like I didn't discover, you know, time travel, the, the flux capacitor, nothing like that. But I had the realization that here in about, in a, in a week, all this this two months of draft research and all this effort and work that I have put into this is suddenly just going to just come to a halt. And it reminded me of a bad experience 10 years ago, in fact. It was the first year I really went gung-ho with my draft research. It was the 2012 draft. And I was super excited about uh, you know who the Cowboys could pick. And I got taught a very valuable lesson that year is that all of that can just completely just be thrown away if the Cowboys come in and just change your plans. Of course, they did. They, they traded up to get Morris Claiborne. And, all my, you know, my picks of like, I had like Melvin Ingram and David DeCastro. I like really ready for, uh, you know, when the Cowboys were up. Mm-hmm. And, but it's like, oh, that's just gone now. And so was anything in the second round, too. So it was just, it was a kick in the stomach. And... You know, I just, I remember that and then, and I just, uh, started thinking like, you know, what, what is your worst draft experience? It's funny because, um, I kind of tuned out in, in the early two thousands because there were some terrible, terrible drafts. I mean, I followed them, but I didn't follow him where I was reading like uh, 10 draft guides and all that kind of thing in part because they had trade, traded away their first round picks with the Joey Galloway trade for a couple of years there, but also they were just, they were drafting really, really poorly. Um, so like, you know, the, the one draft where I think they got Quincy Carter and then Tony Dixon, you know, neither of whom were thought to be top 100 um, quality players with their first couple of picks. Uh, that was a pretty bad draft, but I would say the one that got me the most furious well, there's actually two. I'll share. I'll share the first one though is the one we really got me furious, which is the year after yours. It was the Travis Frederick draft because um, I didn't understand what they were doing. And if you remember, Sharif Floyd, who a lot of pundits had very high on their boards, mm-hmm. was falling and falling and falling. And then there he was. And they actually needed a defensive tackle, and he seemed like a dynamic interior presence. And then they traded back, and I was like, oh, okay, they probably got you know they probably really like the value or whatever. And then when they finally um, picked Travis Frederick, you know, a lot of the things that I had seen tabbed him as a third rounder, and I was just livid. I was like, you traded back, and then you got a third rounder. And I, I couldn't have been more wrong. Obviously, they they picked the best center in the draft. They picked the best center in uh, you know several drafts, and he was a perennial Pro Bowler and, and a real mainstay and a top top quality player, top quality guy. Um, 
the other one I will say that got me a little bit frustrated was the 2016 draft when they picked Zeke. Mm. And it was not about the player. I thought he was a great player. I remember him as a freshman dominating the playoff uh, run when Ohio State like beat Alabama and uh, they beat Oregon. They beat somebody else on their way to a, a dominating championship uh, victory. And um, remember Cardale Jones, the freshman uh, third string quarterback, uh, led them to victory largely because Zeke was unstoppable. And I remember him as a freshman, and I was thinking this kid is incredible. Uh, thinking we'd never have a chance to get him. So I loved the player, but I just hated the position. And I, I, I still feel that way. I feel like, you know, dra- drafting a high impact um, position with a, with a, such a premium pick is, is really foolhardy. And it just makes me disappointed in my front office. Um, and so those, th- those were two picks that really got me frustrated. I actually was quite, quite beside myself when they traded up to get, to get Morris Claiborne. I was like, oh, no way, this is great. You know, um, <laughs> Turned out, of course, I was dead wrong on that one too. But I was pretty excited at the time. I was like, "You, you crazy, crazy SOBs! Can't believe yeah. you did that." No, I know. I mean, it's it's weird, and I, I feel like the Cowboys haven't, you know, they haven't been so um, risky with with their first round endeavors, you know, since then. And um, and it's you know, I'm really excited about what could happen this year. I um, there's there's a lot of different things that can happen uh you know there's it could be one of those drafts where we're scratching our heads it could be one of those drafts where we're like you know they really they really nailed it and i'm just um i'm super excited to see which one that's going to be yeah it's interesting so it's it's one of the things that's interesting is that we just marked uh the drafts on either side of of a kind of important transition um or the two, the two that were right before the important transition. If you remember the 2012 draft, that was one where they were in an era where they traded up a lot. They traded up and down a lot, and um, you know they had traded. They traded a lot in 2009. They traded in 2007. Uh, they traded up for for Des Bryant in 2010, and and for Sean Lee in that same draft. So they were they were trading all the time, and um, and then I think that that Mo Claiborne trade kind of made them realize that wow look at we missed out it's a real value in the second round uh you know we got a premium player but we we missed out on another really good player and since and since then they haven't they haven't traded uh in the first round much at all if at all yeah and so um and i think that the the consternation and the confusion that led to the sharif floyd um slash travis frederick debacle i think led to the ascension of of will mcclay and right. will mcclay a lot to kind of join the scouts and the coaches who really used to see players differently and had sort of in some ways, I think two separate boards. And, um, and so since, since that time, they've been, I think, very consistent in their approach, right? They don't trade much. Um, Will McClay works really hard to create these pods where coaches and scouts are working together and they and they come up with a consensus. So there's not that kind of um, frantic s- scrambling to, to determine who the best player is at a, at a specific moment when they're on the clock. And so um, I, I think, I think that, you know, I know every year we talk about lots of trades and all these other things. And I, I think the Cowboys are probably just going to sit there and stand pat uh, to me that the thing that is, is most likely to, you know, to, to create a little bit of chaos or throw a wrench in the works or however you want to describe it is just the fact that they're picking where they are. Right. I mean, there's so many things that can happen in front of you. Mm-hmm. You know, if you remember in, in 2015 when they got Byron Jones, we knew they liked Byron Jones. We were kind of hoping for Byron Jones, but 
about 10 other things had to happen for Byron Jones to get there. And he, and he did. And they, and they picked him. And it wasn't a surprise when they picked him, given who was there. But, uh, you know, it, in some ways it, was a, it wasn't even necessarily a surprise that he was there. It was just there were so many things that had to happen for him to, for him right. to make it. Yeah, no, that's that's true. I feel like you know this draft it's it's, it's similar if you're if, if you're targeting a particular person. Uh, I do think there's a lot of really uh, intriguing options, and then I feel good like we're going to get somebody good. That at least picking this late, I don't feel left out in any in any means. But um, if you have your heart set on a particular person player, then yeah, you're going to be really having to hold your breath because you know, like you said, there's so much stuff in front of you that. That could happen, but hundred percent. Yeah, I, I think I think it's a fool's errand to go into this draft uh, holding out hope for one specific player. I think if you have if you have a collection of like five or six guys you're okay with, you're probably going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But if you really if you if it's like Chris Olave or bust, likelihood is you're going to bust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? I uh, I have a whole a whole list of players, and uh, you know, not just for round one, but for round two and three and four and uh i am really excited to see how the the layout of this draft and is how things are going to play out and um you know speaking of how the draft is going to play out why don't you let us know let everyone know what we have on the show today uh i'm really excited i'm really excited um because this is our last podcast before round one so next time we record we will record uh, after round one um we really wanted to gear up by hosting a draft round table but it's going to be a, a little bit less like, you know, we're sitting around a table talking about players and more like a war room simulation. Um, so we've invited three of the best Cowboys draft minds that we could come up with to form our quote unquote front office. And I think what we're going to do is each of us is going to play a specific front office role. And yes, it's going to be as fun as it sounds. And we'll see how that plays out. I'm, ho- I'm hoping that um, it's going to be really interesting to see the ways that different people are arguing for picks and and how difficult it can be like when you're on the clock to come to consensus because everybody wants something different so we'll see all right well i am super excited for this i can't wait to see what we come up with i'm just bursting at the seams of joy to welcome this fantastic crew of draftniks into the studio here today uh let me let me go down the list first of all we have connor livesey uh, who's blogging the boys resident draft guru. You can hear him on talking the star or now this time of year, talking the draft, the podcast, the, one of our uh, BTB family of podcasts. Uh, we also have the great Landon McCool, my former podcast partner. In fact, uh, Dan's first podcast appearance in his burgeoning podcast career was on our pod way back in the day. And he's now crushing it daily, daily people on locked on Cowboys, which is uh, for my money, the best Cowboys podcast out there. And then last but certainly not least, uh, we have Dalton Miller, a writer for uh, Blue Chip Scouting back in the day. Now he's writing for Pro Football Network. And, of course, you can always see him streaming and opining on Twitch. Gentlemen, welcome to our draft roundtable. Thanks for having us. Excited. Thank you for having me. Uh, So, listen, this is what we're going to do. we're, we're, we want to do is is kind of go through the whole draft process, like the planning process, um, p- pick sequencing process, and then and then we're going to run a draft simulation and kind of see what happens um, if if that if that actually goes haywire or if we can kind of follow our plan. Uh, 
So this is going to be the first of, uh, not the first, but this is going to be a, uh, a segment that we call, what do we have on draft? And um, we'll, stop, we'll spend some time talking about the draft. Uh, we'll focus on draft strategy, et cetera. Um, and, uh, and, that, and that's what the segment's all about. Okay. So uh, Dan, why don't you start us off? I think there's a couple things we need to do to kind of, to kind of lay the groundwork here. Yeah, so the first thing we are going to do before we get started is we are going to assign roles. So each of us will have a role. There are five of us. Uh, we'll each have a familiar role in the Cowboys War Room. Um, the roles are as follows. We'll have the owner, Jerry Jones. You know, that role will be he likes to take risks, cannot resist a flashy player. And of course, he gets the final say. And that will be played by Landon. Then we'll have Steven. Uh, Steven hates to overpay. He likes to play it safe. Very predictable picks. And that will be played by Ravs. We'll also have both the coordinators. We'll, we'll have the de defensive coordinator. Uh, we needs another year of major talent infusion uh, to field the defense he envisions. Uh, he believes he deserves it after refusing head coaching jobs. I will be playing the Dan Quinn role. So Dan will be Dan. Uh, on the offensive side, who wants to load up on players from the offensive side of the ball, and that will be played by Connor. And finally, uh, Vice President of Player Personnel, the reasonable guy in the room, wants to take the best player as per his scout's evaluations. He has to manage all the competing objectives in the room, and that will be played by Dalton. So everybody good with those roles? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. You guys are awesome. all, all about to be fired here in a second. I don't want to get the draft I want. Can't wait. Even you, Steven. Uh, uh, are you on the yacht? If you are, I think we're going to have ourselves a good draft, Dad. Um, so let, let's start. Let's start by identifying the positions our team, which is like the Cowboys, but not the Cowboys, um, would like to come away with on the first two days. Okay. So uh, we can assume we make all three picks. And if we do, what three positions do we want to target with our premium picks? Or we can even say, do we want to trade up to secure a blue chip player at a critical position? Or do you think there's any chance we double dip in a specific position group in the first hundred picks? So um, you can, you can sort of answer as yourself, but, uh, but don't, don't forget to sort of, you know, weigh in. Uh, and weigh in strongly um, as the person in the war room who you are representing. So what positions do we want to come away with in the first three rounds? Well, I'll start since uh, I, I'm the one who's paying all y'all. Um, uh, for me, obviously, we need to make a big splash. You know, on, I think there's some good players in this draft. We need to consider uh, going up and get one, getting one if we need to. Uh, I need a wide receiver. You guys, uh, you specifically, Steven really talked me into getting rid of, uh, of, of Amari Cooper. So uh, I need some talent injection there, please. Uh, so if we need to go up and, uh, uh, you know, trade some assets to go up and get, get that, then we can do that. Uh, otherwise, uh, offensive line is also a, a spot we definitely need to hit as well. Um, and then, you know, after we kind of get those under control, we can have a conversation about tight end. We can have a conversation about edge rusher. We can have a conversation about interior defensive line. Uh, but I think I would like to start there. Dad, I will remind you that you were about five Johnny Walker Blues in, and you leaned into me and said, uh, "Amari Cooper, he's no Michael Irvin." <laughs> I don't, I don't have any recollection of that, son. And if you bring it up again, you're going to be out of this room immediately. 
so we've got so we've got uh, three positions on the table. Anyone else want to weigh in? What, what do you think we need to look at here in, in uh, rounds one, two, and three? Well, based off of of what the scouts are saying right now, um, we're we're looking at deep at edge rusher. So if we have a need there, maybe that's something that we don't have to address on day one. Um, it looks like the value might be in the top fifteen in this draft, and then tail off. Um, into the second round, maybe there's a good one that falls to us at 56. Um, obviously, offensive line is a big one, that interior spot, left guard specifically. And I think if we're going to get a legitimate starting level player, we're probably going to have to look at that in the first round. Um, wide receiver is deep once again this year. It looks like, you know, getting into the hundreds possibly of this draft, you'll be able to get a difference-making slot receiver, somebody who can start right away. Um, so when we're looking at, at sequencing our picks, we should have that in mind that those are the, the positions that are deep in this class. Can you remind us of what those three are? Uh, the, the deep position would be um, deep position edge um, is deep in this class. Um, offensive tackle is kind of deep in this class. Um, and then... Uh, I say wide receiver, offensive tackle, and edge rusher. Wide receiver was the yeah. third one, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about these receivers. We're, we might get caught in a, a bind here where we're either going to be drafting a little ahead of where they should be going or we might be, you know, hoping somebody falls to us. So I think if we're going to look to move up, it might be, like Dalton said, we might get in a spot where that left guard needs to be the, the pick at 24, and then we might need to think about coming up from – 56 and getting one of those guys who falls out of the first round because we're kind of caught in the middle of uh, all these levels and tiers of receivers. So I think you can get a guy inside the top 100, but I, I do think it falls off a little bit after that top 100. And then you're starting to hope that somebody's there that might make a jump for you. You don't really expect. So S Steven, how do you feel about giving up a, you know, a third round draft capital to, to move up in round two? Well, obviously, at the end of the day, we like to keep all of our picks. Um, here, here's the interesting, here's the interest, interesting thing that I've been finding lately. Um, we're, we talk, we're talking about where value is and, and where the draft is deep. The last couple, maybe the last week or so, um, when, whenever I've been doing a simulation and I get to the third round, the positions I like, the position I like the best is guard, and I don't know what to do about that. Like I, oftentimes I, I look around and I'm like these other, like I've already drafted a guard and I look around and I'm like the three guys I like best right now are guards. That's how I am at 56 too. So, so the, this makes me wonder, do we really want to be picking a guard in round one? If, if that, if we feel like, Hey, there's some pretty good, pretty good guys that we can, that we can target in, in rounds two and three. Yeah. Uh, as as the OC in the room, you know, hey, I Maybe, think, yeah. Uh, I mean, when when I'm looking at it, there there aren't a ton of guys that I love there, um, that are usually around at that spot. Um, but for me, you know, when I'm looking at this draft class overall, the two guys that I know are going to make a difference are Zion Johnson, um, and Kenyon Green. And Kenyon Green is a guy for us that if Tyree gets hurt, he can step out at left tackle and be a legitimate difference maker out there as well. So let me ask you this. Uh, there's a there's a lot of players I love in the twenty to fifty group, and what if we get to twenty four? How many players would you have to like at that spot to still be available? 
to consider moving back a little bit and try to pick up a little more draft capital to like like what Connor said maybe to to use to attack um in and day 2 are there as a draft guy there's a ton of guys that I like at the end of the first round so for me I I it really wouldn't matter at that point I would like to move down in this draft because like we were talking about the strength of this class really feels like it's from 25 to 30 to 100 um, and it's a really strong class there. It's not super strong up top, but I really think that there's some good players in the middle there that can make differences for you. We gotta we gotta ask ownership too. Are we uh, front office ownership personnel guys? Are are we looking at small school guys this year? Or are we still trying to shy away from them in the top seventy five, sixty? Because that's that's uh, we got a receiver, Western Michigan. You know, we got we got some tackles, some guards at smaller schools. Are we gonna? consider drafting a smaller school guy that high this year? I'm pretty sure Will's going to tell us no. no. Uh, I, I, if there's a guy that I, I like out there, I may uh, uh, throw some things around. Uh, but no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be smart and defer to Will McClay and, and probably two or three other drinking buddies that I have on speed dial. Yeah, there's a there's a guy out there at Boise State that's the only small college that we yeah. draft from. There's a, there's a guy out there that I kind of like. Hey, that that kid's a hell of a receiver. Darn right, he is. He's there at eighty-eight. He's the pick easily. I want to talk about the trades that we're going to be doing uh, when it comes into the, this year's draft. <laughs> um, I I have always been a fan. If you're not going to allow me to trade up, uh, the, I like the idea of trading back and then trading up. Uh, if, if if you're going to make me do this, we're going to do this in an order that makes some sense. Um, I, I think if we get to 24, we've got both guards on the table. We've got a couple wide receiver options, maybe a small trade back, 29, 30, and then a small trade up from 56, somewhere in the low 40s, mid 40s. I think you can get the best combination of what you're looking for in wide receiver and guard uh, without hopefully losing too much and still have some opportunities to pick some good players later in the draft. I think we got to figure out what, what Mr. Quinn was saying too about we got to figure out how many guys we like, you know, how what's that number of guys that we still feel comfortable moving away from? Because um, if it's only two or three, then we probably need to stay in there and pick. But if it's five or six, maybe we can drop back four spots and still feel like we got a guy that we we like. I'll tell you, Kellen, our our grades are are touching tags everywhere in that area. So <laughs> I think. We can find guys that, at positions of need. It might not be a huge need, but you know, one of those safeties might be there and be the best player at thirty-two. Um, and if he is, well, you right? What's that? You okay, you said drafting a safety in the first round. I know, I know. We don't <laughs> normally you, do it, but he's a big school kid. Um, he comes downhill, plays really okay. hard, and uh, has great athleticism sure, in the back end too. Make sure I you did say safety. Closet somewhere. Listen, Will, I'm Will, and, and Will hasn't been around long enough to, to be the, the end-all, be-all of this not drafting <laughs> safety stuff. I, I feel like, Will, you would have drafted Jonathan Abrams if we hadn't made that uh, Cooper trade. Uh, how did you say it? Cooper? Co- Cooper trade. Cooper. Cooper. Cooper trade. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I think, I think safety's not out of the question. I, I, here's, here's what I think we should, we should consider. Uh, we should get to our pick at 24. And then from there, see what's on the table and then consider if we're trading back. I think we've all but uh, ruled out uh, – uh, Will's gotten enough, enough Johnny Walker Blue and me to go ahead and agree to not trading up at this time uh, from the 24th pick. 
So I think we should go to 24, see what's on the table, and then we can make a decision. If the draft plays out perfectly for us, what like, and, and we're able to, to get, you know, tap into strength at, at each position, what does that look like? Lots of quarterbacks, lots of, uh, of uh, offensive tackles going above us, lots of. Uh, but uh, so, yeah, like so if, if, if it's a dream scenario, what what's right. the order of position? Man, I feel like we need to come out of these first two days with a starting left guard, a, a starting caliber wide receiver, and then, you know, possibly a, a tight end or an edge rusher if we get a good one to fall to us. Um, as the offense coordinator, I'd love to have that tight end, too, to, to pair with Dalton no. Schultz. But. <laughs> no, I, I think we have to. I think the, the value in, in tight ends is probably going to come early on day three. I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. I think you know, the, the tight ends that you're looking at are upside plays, you know, and, and you might be getting more of your bang of your buck than a Jelani uh, Woods, hopefully if he falls a little bit, or if not, you reach on some of these other more athletic receiving tight ends who and you can teach to get in the way. Yeah, and I, would, I don't want to wait too long to to get my edge guy. I know it's a deep yeah. class and uh, everything, but uh, I know we start filling other needs and everything, and the next thing you know, you know, we're going to be going after the Dorrance Armstrongs, which you know, it's just as good as Gregory, I suppose. But you know, sure is. I told you all that. <laughs> well, I'm I'm okay trading as long as we get good value in the trade. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, we have to win the deal, obviously. Yeah, we're in the deal. I have to win the deal, or else, or else, all the other uh, owner sons will laugh at me, and I can't have that. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. So uh, we're going to go into this, and I'd love, I'd love to, I'd love to have a, a sort of best case scenario for what positions we're, we're kind of trying to target. I know we're going to go to twenty four and see what, see where we are, but like, what are we, what are we hoping for here? A lot of wide receivers, a lot of uh, guards. And you're hoping that both Zion Johnson and Green are still there. You're hoping that Burks is there. You're hoping that you would love it if Olave somehow fell, fell to 24. Then I think if Olave fell, fell to 24, I think you pulled the trigger. I don't think you even think about trading back. Uh, I would do the same if, you know, Williams somehow fell that far. Um, you know, and someone like Drake London won't. But you hope that you have at least uh, Olave, Burks, uh, uh, you know, the, the kind of more second round pickings and uh, uh, Sky Moore, all of those guys still on the board, plus both of your starting guards. And then I would also throw in, I know a lot of people don't feel this way. I would like to have Tyler Smith on the board so that at least he can either eat up a pick of an offensive lineman, someone behind us, if we want to trade back, or he could be an option if we had to pull the trigger on someone if we trade up from uh, in the second round from mid, mid or low 40. Do we like do we, do we like our wide receivers or our guards better in round two? Guards, <laughs> maybe guard, but I think I think you got two. a much I think you got a much better value at guard at fifty six than you do receiver. This if we're this not, is, and I if we're not drafting on, small if we're not drafting small school guys. <laughs> I think it depends on who falls because yeah. as much as we don't want to admit that a guy like George Pickens could fall that far. IRL, he could fall that far. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's why I think we should be ready to pull the trigger in the mid-40s because I think, honestly, yeah. every time I do this, the guy, whoever, whether it's Pickens or, or some other guy that, like, Green or Zion Johnson somehow slithers through all that, 
all those guys, if they do, they, they don't make it past like 42 to 45. So you should be ready to like go and get your first round player uh, if he if yeah. he makes it through that early gauntlet of the second round. Yeah. So so what? Which position are we more likely to get caught with our pants down if if we uh, if we wait to draft it in round two? Wide receiver. I think yeah. so. If we're if we're if we're not my, interested my, in my Jalen problem, or Christian Watson, or... so my problem with that is that I feel really good about those wide receivers at eighty eight because there's yeah. so many good players that in we're not even talking about edge rusher, which is I I think another need or a linebacker either or wherever you would rather have Michael Parsons play more snaps really um, is where we should be looking at here. But I think if we're looking at edge rusher, um, I, I think that there's a really good shot to get one with crazy upside. who was already shown great film in the forties. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with, with Will there. I mean, I, I think there's like a teardrop, you know, T-I-E-R teardrop, you know, after a certain point with the wide receivers. But I do think it kind of the value does sort of pick back up in the third round if you can get like a Calvin Austin or uh, some of these kind of more. We'll draft for Memphis. Yeah. You know, listen, oh, yeah. We like those boys from Memphis. Uh, yeah. I, I think that there is like more of a role specific tier of wide receivers that you can get in the third round that could be, you know, a solution to what you're looking for as far as production wise. Uh, I don't know you're going to get that same sort of option at guard specifically down that late. You might have it center, but not at guard. So uh, yeah. I think we got to pick our, I, I think wide receiver would be best to take it first because the sequencing seems to work better that way, at least in my opinion. But I think the problem is, is that you got to get your guard in the first two rounds. I think uh, if you want to get a guy that's going to be a plug and play starter. Yeah. And I think in the in round three, the other position that we should be looking at is linebacker because I think there could be That's really fair. good value in round three there. Like that. Are we willing to sacrifice a, a edge rusher for a linebacker? No. I well, am. I'm an offensive coordinator. So. I'm well. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you want an <laughs> offensive player. But uh, I am because I think we saw what we saw from Mike last year is good enough to to have him play more traditional edge. Uh, yeah, as, as much as everyone is trashing my poor son here, um, I don't think that he's, I think he over-exaggerated, but I don't think that he's wrong in the sense that Dorrance Armstrong can give you solid production with the players around you. If you had to go through the season with the defensive end group that you could survive uh, and, be, and be good, I think you're looking to approve. You're looking to approve the position and potentially look for a, a future there. You know, Sam Williams or, or someone like that who you can plug in who maybe by the end of the year is giving you some snaps, but by year two is really coming on. Yeah. And I don't want to, you know, spoil anything for you, but Micah is going to be my edge rusher this year. So just to let you know, you know, Dorrance, he can come in and have his snaps. But, uh, you know, if you think Micah is going to be logging a lot of snaps at linebacker, it's not going to happen. So that's just so prepare yourself for that. You know the rest of the NFC East rivals listen to this podcast. Now they're going to know. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm not quite sure that we've come to a, a like a, a, a ringing consensus here. Well, I wanted but, to ask one question. Like, are there? Yeah. In, you know, Landon mentioned this once already with Alave, but I mean, who are the players that are there that are like we're we're picking? 
we're not entertaining any thoughts of of moving back. We're 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 definitely running to the podium with this guy. Yeah, who are the blinking lights? Any of those top tackles that fall, honestly, like if Evan Neal somehow or Cross, like Cross is the name that I think we've all been talking about that could potentially fall. If if he get if he fall, honestly, if he falls past like fourteen or fifteen, then we need to have a conversation about potentially trading. So can can we stop the draft at at like pick fifteen? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So maybe we do that. Go yeah, like, that's a good idea. What's cause... that second or that first or second Saints pick, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think I think the the value 16. is usually sixteen. Yeah, I think that's usually good. Where you could, if you wanted to, trade twenty four and eighty eight. I think is what it is up to get there. If you wanted to go that route, uh, and that still leaves you your second pick to uh, second round pick to go get, uh, you know, a wide receiver, or whatever you need. So close enough that it only costs us our third. Mm-hmm. Okay. We do have comp picks coming in next year. We could get a potential third for Gregory, more than likely a fourth. So if we need to move a third or fourth next year too to sweeten the pot, we always now, I, I will say this. We are not going to be trading our next year's first round pick because I, I have had uh, some very bad times. Uh, I have done, haven't done that. So uh, any second or third round picks are fine, uh, but no first round pick trading for next year, please. But Jerry is terrible, guys. I am going to apologize. Awesome. What are you talking about? <laughs> all right i do think we should all break character before we start real quick and say this is what we expect them to do right like we're not gonna yeah. it's not gonna be based on like how we oh yeah it's, this is not gonna be based off right. of, we're, of how we're I'm all completely out. role-playing here this, yeah. is, right. not, this, not is, this is not if i ran the circus all right i just want i wanted the listeners to know that because they might be like why aren't you taking my favorite player at 24 exactly. and it's like well because he plays at western michigan and he's five foot eight <laughs> You idiot, Skymore's there. Send all the yep. emails to j.jones at dallascowboys.com. And uh, yeah. I'm sure he'll surely answer too soon. He, he just ended up sending me nasty pics one time when I did that. <laughs> all right, so here's our here's our uh, our simulation. You guys can all see it? Yep. yep. All right, so I'm going to set it nice and slow. Let's go. Let's go four rounds. All right. Just in case we want to see if, see if there's an extra linebacker or, or or edge or something. Um, and I'll set it nice and slow so we can stop. So let's take a look. Let's take a look at those the middle round picks. So we've got Ravens at fourteen, Eagles at fifteen, Saints at sixteen. We were kind of talking about slowing it down there to see if there's somebody who's a real a real blinking light for us. Where do you want to stop? The Chargers also could be a good spot, right? Because mm-hmm. they're missing picks, so they may be uh, uh, candidates to trade down. Mm-hmm. You want st- to? Where, where do you want to start exploring? I got a question for the the the, the group real quick. Um, who do we have? Do we value Zion Johnson, or who's a higher player, Zion Johnson or Kenyon Green? Great question. Because because I I have. Uh, I have some some sources that are telling me that Arizona could be uh, zoning in on 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 uh, Zion Johnson. So if Zion Johnson's our guy. Do we need to talk about? I mean, I know we didn't say we we're going to trade up, but like, could moving up to Green Bay there, moving up to New England, I don't. An option? I don't know what other people have heard. I have heard whispers, but who knows that maybe they like Green more than they like Zion Johnson. Yeah. 
boy, our boy Peter Schrager, I think, predicted their pick like five years in a row, and I saw he put his final mock out today, and it was Zion, and I cringed a little bit. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I can't decide. I mean, I, 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 I mean, me I don't think you trade up. I don't think you trade up for a guard. No. Yeah. I like Zion better. I think he's he's got more upside. I think he's he's actually he's actually actually like Green better. So I'm good with that. So, but I I, just, I don't think I don't care who it is. I don't think you trade up for a guard. I don't yeah. think you trade I'm, up for Zach Martin. Frankly, I'm with you. So, since we're only willing to go up a third to move up in this possible move up scenario, where does that get us? So we might as well. I don't want. We don't need to stop it any sooner if we're. If we're not going to make the move. Why don't we, why don't we see sure. what Philly does at, at 15 and look at yeah. that 15, 16, 17, 18, and then kind of look from there. All right. So yeah, let, let's the, stop it at 15 and see where we are. Yeah. The thing with fifth, stopping at 15 is uh, both New Orleans and uh, Los Angeles could use the tackle. So if Cross is available at 15, we should look you gotta beat with them. Philly. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably not. That's he's not going to make it through those next two picks, probably. Yeah. And we and we will trade with Philly. We showed that in 2021. Yes. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's let's run this thing and we'll, and we'll we'll stop it at fifteen, or at least I'll try. <laughs> and I'm gonna go a little slower so that so the old man reactions can keep up. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Tavon Walker, Stingley goes. Stingley goes. Cross, Cross is gone. Garrett Wilson is Wide receivers are gone. All right, All right. So here's the problem: that you also can't look to see like right. who's left. Who's you can left. only see who's picked. So, but your tackles are gone, and you're pretty much your your top three receivers are gone. At yep. this point, I would say we should just let's them out. It's our pick. Yeah. I mean, there's, no, there's nobody. Just... There's nobody there that's still sitting around who who is one of those lights that we'd really that we. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. To... I don't know why people think Cross would even have a chance of being there. To be honest. I know. Did not come. I was gonna say. I know Daniel Jeremiah had him like, in like seventeen on his final board. Really? Normally, yeah. Normally he's that he's not story. really ranking right. him the way he sees him. Kind of where people are telling him. So. Yeah. I think there's clearly a reason the Cowboys put him on their 30 list, not just for fun. They must think yeah. that there's some kind of reason that, that he's falling or he's within range. 
we were we were kind of silly not to bring in more of those uh, second round guards or receivers because we didn't bring any of those guys in either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they may have good. I mean, you know, part of the third thirty visit is guys that they just don't know anything about, so they may feel comfortable about those guys. I mean, yeah. I, I think we get sometimes we can get too myopic about the thirty. I mean, I think the thirty visits are crazy, crazy important to the Cowboys. No way around it. But it also isn't the only guys that they pick. So no, not at all. I think we should go to 24. I, I think, honestly, yeah. there's nothing worth trading up for at this point. We should wait and see what's there. Dad, I, that's what I do in the war room. I trade. I want everyone to watch me. <laughs> We're going to trade, son. Just give us a second. Don't make me pull the draft over. There's your quarterback. Hmm, there goes Jordan There goes Zion. Zion. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I call it. <laughs> Connor's intel was right on, right on, uh, on the money. All right. So uh, here's what we got left. Um, pick is Campbell, <laughs> and so we want to look at the various positions. Let's do yeah. wide receivers that are left. We got Sky Moore, George Pickens, Traylon Burks, who's actually now ranked on the PFF Simulator at forty six overall. It's kind of a kind of crazy. Um, Kenyon Green is available. Is, is he? Yeah, yeah, they got him at like thirty nine for some reason. Oh, okay. scared me for a second. So we've got Lindebaum, Green. Still, still there. Any other positions y'all want to take a look at? Hey, thank you. I mean, is the offense coordinator? I think we're looking at this. The left guard and the receivers, kind of our receivers. We can get our we can get our top ranked left guard or our sixth ranked receiver. So I'd say we. Well, as the OC, I'd say uh, I feel really good about Kenyon Green here. And we we love to draft the best player at their position. Position that is correct, Will. So we don't want to entertain any idea of maybe moving back. We want we want to play it safe and get get Kenyon. I think the draft you know, fell like very thing. poorly. I think, yeah, it, it, for where we for what we wanted to do. Where did Olave go? I, that's I didn't Philly at fifteen. Of course, brutal. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is pretty brutal. Uh, yeah, like we like we had, we we paused and immediately Olave went. Hey, man. I'm thrilled, man. I love Kenny yeah. Dream. No, I got no problem with Kenny Dream, but as far as the idea of, of trading back, this certainly didn't fall. Like, but I, I think this brings up a good point. You know, like the, this is this is what it looks like when yeah. the board doesn't go well. Like you still yeah. managed to get Kenyon Green at twenty four, right? Like, right. right. That, that's why I felt pretty good about this draft for a while now. Is that it feels like there is a nice floor to land on, even if things go really poorly for us. So. It it's going like to be people... it's going to be a really really strange draft if the Cowboys get wiped out. Yeah, like, yeah. I, gonna I, have don't even, I don't even picks. know how it would be possible. I, yeah, I think it would be very very difficult. Personally. Like no quarterbacks would have to go. I mean, it, it does look like we have two trade requests. Should we take a look at them and see? Yeah, you guys want to take ideas? a look? All right. So the, the uh, we got the Falcons Ooh. and the Panthers are both interested, but the Panthers next. Panthers trying to bring one thirty-seven. So we we need pick the um, entire twenty twenty-three draft. Uh, yeah. we need yeah. J.C. Horn, Derek Brown, D.J. Moore, and the next year's one. <laughs> so and the, and the Falcons want want us to move back to forty-three. So that that's almost twenty picks. Too I, far. I don't yeah. think there's I don't think there's anything they can give us that's worth that. No. Nope. No. No. Can Speaking. Uh, all right, so uh, Landon, it's your final decision. Anybody else want to lobby the owner for a different pick other than that? 
Dan Quinn, you got your guys last week. So yeah. There's nobody there I'd want anyway, so. Green is the highest player. That Ibukage is very good. The, the Penn State kid, I like him a lot, but Green is Green's our guy. Yeah. Go ahead and turn the card in there, Steven. You, you can hand the card to the nice man. Oh, thanks, Dad. I'm Everyone's not going to think I know what I'm doing. I'm not going to talk trash about Will for not liking short arm centers. All right. <laughs> He's not the only pick? one. All right, so I'm going to pause now. So we I got we, we, should... get, we we got our guard. Um, we thoughts about what, we, what we're hoping for as we head into round two. We got to look to come up for a receiver. <laughs> yeah. We don't have uh, no. We don't have to look to come up. Yes, you do. We don't have to come up, but we have to look. I think if George, I think if George Pickens falls to a certain point, we have to come up and look. Is there anybody else we're looking for that we're watching? Well, Ebiketti and Benito possibly. Ebiketti was there. Um, Is there a linebacker? Dean just went. Yeah, Devin Lloyd could still be around if he falls. Devin Lloyd went early. Oh, did he? Yeah, Devin Lloyd winner, I think like thirteen or fourteen. Um I think I think we yeah. can kind of move it along for a little while and, and see where we uh where we end up here with it. So where we are right now, where could where how far could we could we conceivably move up? I mean I, I think we gotta go to forty. Yeah. Right? Or forty one. Right. Like I, uh, we're definitely not moving up higher than that. No. Yeah. I think Chicago Chicago at 39 doesn't have a ton of draft capital, I don't think, inside maybe the top not. 75. So maybe we could look to flunk them an extra, you know, day three. Maybe day three. Maybe get a, done with a fourth and a fifth. Come Is it, aren't those Seattle's only two picks also, or am I misremembering that? Like, I feel like they don't have a ton of picks. No, they, the ones that are under, under, Oh, that's right. They just got all those for them. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, never mind. All right, uh, so yeah, you want to pause at thirty nine and see where the lay of the land is? Yeah, I yeah, I think we should stop it after the first round too and see what receivers went because I think there's right. a chance that you could see a nice little run of them go at Green Bay. At, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We might be that, the closet might be totally cleaned out by the time we get there. All right, let's see. Let, let's go the rest of this round and see what we got. There goes Burks, and there goes more. More. Our guy Pickens is still around. All right, let, let's uh, let's let's go to thirty nine. Pickens, and, Pickens and Dotson out of Penn State are two guys. Dotson's another one that we should look oh, at. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, let's take a look. Ebiketti. There's Pickens. Pickens and there's Dotson. And our receivers are all gone. right. We're screwed. <laughs> All right, so this is this is this is an interesting exercise, right? This is uh, we tried the sequencing and it didn't really pan out. So, uh, I, you want to just let it let it roll till fifty six and see what we got? I think it's yeah. going to be linebackers. I like at fifty six. I mean, to, to to your point early in the conversation, Dalton, this is this is exactly where we say, okay, good. There's some there's some good wide receiver value in round three at eighty eight, mm-hmm. right? So we look at we look elsewhere. Hope so. When we look elsewhere in two, like we, we'll take a look at the edge rushers, take well, a look at the linebackers. I, I think it's worth considering trading back from two or trading up from three to secure yeah. a wide receiver. Because I think that yeah. that back end of the second round is right when that next tier that we talked about will, will really what, start. What linebacker up. would we be looking at at 56? 
I could, I would look at Muma Harris. Uh, there's a there's a bunch of guys really that I would start to consider there. All right, let's go to fifty six. Uh, unless anybody objects, I'm just going to go ahead and let it run to fifty six, and then we'll see what that we got. Good. Yeah. All right, all the quarterbacks. Board. That's good. Toledo possibly gone. Doug Jackson's gone. All right. Wish it all. Hmm. All right. So uh, our wide receivers, we got Jalen Tolbert. We got Mechie. Calvin Austin's still around. Um, our linebackers. Yeah, Asamoah, Anderson, Luma, Harris. Harris. Dude, they hate Christian Harris. Dude, I would, I would take Christian Harris at fifty-six. Nothing. So, be, because Harris and Muma are both there, do you think there's any chance we might be able to to sneak some extra draft capital here? Because I would, yeah. I would love to have either of those guys, but I would really love to have them and another pick. Let's let's just trade. You're sounding like me. You want to get the value. And, and there's our there's our edge rushers. Not 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 particularly inspiring. Cam Thomas is ranked too low there. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and I'm sure they're gonna have guys like Alex Wright later as well that I, I like. I think he's right out. He they got the. I think they got right right graded pretty pretty close to where he probably should be. Yeah. Oh, they do 83. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. I like D'Angelo Malone as well. Um, I think we can look at a, a possible trade back here. Let's just see right, how, how far, far they you, want. How far you want to go? Yeah, we got. Let's see what we see. We well, got. We got three offers. Yeah. Can we see when let's... one of them goes, like Muma or Harris goes, and then stop it? Yeah, we can do that too. Okay, so right now honestly, our, the, we got honestly to go back to Denver at sixty-four, or the or then Philly or Arizona in the eighties. I I honestly would look at that sixty-four, see what they yeah. what they'd offer because that's right around. I mean, you're talking about four linebackers that you like, right? Mm-hmm. A couple of different edge guys. Yeah. Eight picks I'm, is I'm safe. gonna I'm gonna fight here. Okay. We need a receiver. Michael Gallup could miss six games. James Washington, new new guy who. You could pick a re- you could pick a receiver at sixty four if you want. I mean, oh, okay. honestly, as, lo- as, it, it, as long as we're looking at him, as long as we're looking. No, at no, him, I, I think yeah, I, yeah. I think I think my thought process is that at sixty four, I feel better about taking Calvin Austin. I think you know you could take uh, is Shakir still out? Certainly would take him there. Um, uh, and any any of those edge or, or linebacker guys. What uh, so what receivers right now are your prime targets that you that you like that are remaining? What receivers do we have available? Um, I mean, you got Shakir, he like you, Alec Pierce, Colbert, Michi, Phillips, Austin, Pierce, Dobbs, Shakir. Yeah, I mean, they got Shakir ranked way too low. Yeah, there's a good, there's a good group of guys here. So, so I think I, you could you can easily do this trade back and just see who's there at 62, the extra draft capital, and you know, decide. Do you think? Do you think one of these guys? You think one of these guys? Will uh, still be with us at eighty-eight. Yes. Yeah. So if we can trade it back, we don't necessarily have to take a receiver because it looks like there's, there's still going to be quality eighty-eight. Yes. All right. Let's That's let's see what we got. Like. Let's see what we got. So the Broncos pick sixty-four. Uh, what Maybe else that, we want? What else we want to try to extract from them? The ninety-six, probably, probably. ninety-six. Think we go that's... for it. 
Hey, we go for it. As uh, as uh, as Stephen Jones, I like the value here, so I'm going to try to squeeze it. Mm-hmm. Plus, I'm mad at Denver for taking Randy Gregory, mm-hmm. making me look bad. Answer tan. Yeah. So that worked out fine. All right. Mm-hmm. What, about one fi- what about 115? Give, yeah, give, 115. One, give one of the comp picks. No, 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 no. I, I, I think, I think we, we want, we, I want to talk another top 100 pick. Okay. Got you. I'd say give one of the comp So we'll throw in like 176. Start at the very bottom. All right. Boom. Okay. Cool. So we're in business. And we, and that means we got an extra an extra top one hundred pick. Sweet. All exactly. right. So let's let it run. Now suddenly you don't have to do an either or on tight end or edge rusher. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. You get both. We're gonna get a linebacker. We're gonna get him. We're gonna get him. Okay. Sixty four. Here we are. Here's our two okay. our highest ranked players according to PFF. Uh, what positions do you all want to look at? I mean, I, I've seen a couple guys that I like already. Uh, Muma, Asamoah's there. I, I like Muma's value there for sure. Yeah. That's kind Christian of low, Harris. I think, for him. Harris I'm just an offense there. coordinator, but I, I mean, Christian Harris is just that value there is is great too. I, I, I know, I know, I know they don't have him graded high, but I, yeah. I personally, I, I love Christian Harris, and I, I have Harris um, graded. We have as the scouting department have him graded just slightly higher than Muma. Is that, is that our pick? Unless somebody Harris? else has a, a better option to throw out there. I would be happy. We, we the, the only thing I'll say is we definitely got to get that receiver here. We got yeah. we might need to pause it and see about moving up for one of these receivers. What's our, what's our next pick? Eighty eight. I'm getting, I'm getting scared. Sixty four. I think we'll be okay. We can got eighty eight at ninety six, so we can, can we can. Can I see what's at wide receiver first? Yeah. Before we do this officially. Yeah, because I mean we still we still have it linebacker. We had we had three options we liked, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and one of those might slip. So yeah, again, Tolbert, are we ta- we're taking Tolbert off more than likely, right? Just small yes. school guy. I think small so. school, not a great athlete. It's not, a, not, it's not a Will McClay combo. So who do you like you know, at 88, Connor, for receiver? I mean, we, we, we've talked back and forth about kind of what we think of Lamb. Is he going to play more in the slot? Is he going to play more outside? We've heard we've talked about doing both of those things. If we see Lamb playing more primarily outside, we could sit here and consider Calvin Austin at 88. Um, I mean, Danny Gray, he he fits a little bit of what we want as far as a more explosive weapon in our offense. Alec Pierce kind of does the same. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Khalil Shakir there at 88. If he makes it all the way, he goes to a school we, we have a lot of luck with. Um, I mean, those are, those we got, we got three linebackers and, and three receivers. Um, I'm still surprised that Calvin Austin, Khalil Shakir, and Alec Pierce are still on the board, but I mean they've made it this far. What's to say they can't make it twenty four more picks? Yep. So I guess my it question could, is do we do we like anyone uh well enough that we definitely want to get them, or are we okay just letting it fall and seeing who's left around? Like is there is there a blinking light between our linebackers and our wide receivers that are available that we want to make sure we get him right now? For me for me it's Christian Harris and I'm offense coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it's it's Austin because I think Austin is one of the few wide receivers who can actually make an impact this year, as opposed to giving solid snaps. I mean, Shakir, I think can too. Do we do we feel like we can get a similar player? Is is is, is Wendell Robinson still available? I don't I'm know sure that he is. is. I was just saying if, if yep. yeah, there he is. is. I was gonna say, do we feel like we could get a similar player in Calvin Austin a little bit later in Wendell Robinson? 
on the similar I, style. Yeah, right, I, right. I, I think I mean. Austin's a tier tier above. Yeah, but I agree, they are similar playing styles. Um, I'm, with, I'm with I'm with Dan Quinn here. I, I think that Christian Harris is a blinking light. I mean, on my offensive co- coordinator board, I got him in the top fifty. Um, so you I mean, would, Dan. So how do, do you feel think, about man? how do you feel about Christian Harris and Khalil Shakir versus? Um, Ooh, I let's like say, say Calvin Austin and oh hell I don't know who else who who is who else would be likely to be be around uh, among the linebacking folks in, at eighty eight. Tindall, Tindall, or Brandon Smith. I am not a fan of Brandon. I'm not a fan of Brandon Smith. <laughs> Unless we're putting his hand on the ground and teaching him. Yeah. Well, honestly, I, I'm playing Jerry Jones, so uh, that means that I'm going to defer to all the folks that are, are telling me this. So if, if my defense coordinator and my offensive coordinator are telling me to pick uh, uh, this uh, this linebacker from Alabama, yeah. Uh, then yeah, I said let's go ahead and take him. I'm getting. I mean, let, I'm let's get... be honest. You were drunk during the draft meetings, anyway. Hey, listen, I'm drunk now, and uh, <laughs> so it, all right, Christian Harris. Christian I'm Harris is the pick. Daddy, Daddy, can I make the call? Yes, you can turn in the cards. Oh, I get to use the phone. I'm gonna go use the phone. It looks like a helmet. I want to hug somebody. Can I hug somebody? <laughs> All right, Christian Harris is the pick. All right, now everybody cross their fingers and wow. we'll So, what do we want to do now? Do we want to watch this, or we want to just let it roll to 88? I, I mean, I feel like at this ride. point, yeah, let's let it ride. Maybe, maybe right. stop it in the seven after the 75 or so and see. I mean, they got to give us some good luck at some point, right? Here's goes. Card. Dang, card went way late. Oh, 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 almost Sam made Williams it. Gone. We're okay. okay. We're okay. We should be able to take our. Did Shakir go? Did I see his no. name go? That would be my. Uh... So we have an 88 and 96. Is that. Yep. Yeah, Shakir's still there. So let's be. Let's, we have ninety six also. So let's be diligent with this. Uh, I mean, I know we want to go wide receiver here. I know you, you, Connor does. But um, what are our what is our edge rushing wide receiver combo that we could? What do we like more? And uh, I mean, uh, Will McClay was just saying he liked Deonta Malone earlier. Yeah, so I, I don't. Good. I don't. I don't quite like him as as much as I like the receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did bring MyJ Sanders in on a thirty visit. You know. We, we like to draft off of that list. When he's not getting sick, um, uh, you know, before the combine, sick. and and After dropping combine. fifteen pounds, yeah, I think yeah. that he's a he's a good player. What are our receiver Sean options? Uh, Khalil, you got Khalil Shakir, you got uh, Danny Gray. I, I'm not a huge Kyle. I mean, as the offense coordinator, I'm not a huge Kyle Phillips fan. Um, I mean, Khalil uh, Shakir well, right here is the, the scouting department likes. Like Kyle Phillips a little bit, but we we will uh, defer to you about style. It's, uh, I feel like Khalil Shakir, you get guy, you know, we could play outside if you need him to, but he can walk we, in and beat. We like Khalil Shakir. We yeah, we believe yeah. that that should be the pick. All right. Let's, yeah. let's do that. Let's do that. Should we should we peek at our tight ends first? Or yeah, let's peek at them. Yeah, we can peek. We should know. We should know what, where they where we are with them at least. That's true. That's true. Ooh. Okay. I think we I can I think we can let that ride. Yeah, some good choices there. Staring 
I, I said Luke because Rucker. I thought that because yeah, Walker, I think Rucker's a, a, a round four target here. It yeah, wouldn't I, surprise I, they're still around, frankly. Yeah. Rucker and Otten are two guys we like a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So then uh, Shakir's the pick? Yeah. Yeah. I get my Boise State guy. I'm thrilled. Replace Cedric Wait, Wilson one with a version of Cedric Wilson. You helped recruit this guy to Boise State with way back when, probably. All right, here we go. Shakir's the pick. Uh, I guess we're just going to let it ride to 96. Yeah, let's just let it go to 96 at this point. Okay, so here we are at 96. Do you want to do you want to go back to the tight ends, or do we want to see if see if they might last till 129? Well, who's still available there? Yeah, let's see who it is. A tight end. Yeah, I think we might be able to hold off and maybe. I mean, all, all the guys we, we, I think we can hold before, off. Still... Do we feel like if do we feel like one of those guys that we love is going to make it though? Do we think that? I mean, for me, I see three guys that I, I feel like can step in and, and make an instant impact, and Jelani Woods, Jeremy Ruckert, and Kate Otten. Do we think that? Mm-hmm. Do we risk? Do we risk losing out? How many more of those tight ends do we I, have compared to? I personally would take Johnny Woods now, if and that's just my take because I think he, Woods is one of the few guys who has like true tight end one upside in this draft. Um, and I and, and you can go back to look and see, but I didn't necessarily see anyone that was jumping off the top of that list of the overall list. I, I understand the thought process of waiting on tight end while they're all on the board, but at the same time. Who else is there that like is really? Yeah, if we do, if we go tight end now, that means we're 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 not drafting edge in the first three rounds. Is there? Does anybody have anybody here that they're wanting to to look at or that they like? I like Clemens and A yeah, and M. Yeah, and honestly, I'm just okay because I know Dan's um, opinion is that Michael Parsons is going to play a bunch of edge anyways. Um, and we got another we got linebacker, linebacker that we think yeah. that we can play with Cox. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, uh, I'll, going let's back to our tight end. Yeah. Let's just look at this board real quick, just the, yeah. the entire thing, and, and see if there's anybody that just is screaming at us here. Right, I'm yeah. just going to scroll real slow and see if there's any light that's blinking. I don't think so. Love me some Demari. I love me some Demari Mathis. I think I'm all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I'm good with. Um, I mean, we can have the discussion on which tight end we want. I think for it's me, Woods. it's Woods or Rucker. I think you go with the upside with Woods. I I agree. Just 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 for the debate, do we feel like we need more of the sure thing for the short term? You know, I'm always, uh, as the owner's son, always all about the sure thing. Well, if we get if we draft K. Dotton, then we can basically, you know, say goodbye to to Schultz after after this year. That's that's kind of my thoughts there with Rucker too. Is do you you know you got two guys who I think are more ready in year one, and do you do you see what they have, you know, in year one, and then that'll I, make the decision easier for Schultz at the end of the year. I personally am of the opinion that no tight end 
are, is usually ready their rookie year. And so, mm-hmm. especially drafting this late in the draft, that's for my personal opinion. So my thought yes. process is if you're going to draft a guy, then draft the inside guy because you yes. have to build a program up anyway. 100% For a year or two anyhow. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, so uh, are we all agreed that Jelani Woods is the upside pick here? Yep. I think so, yeah. All right, let's do it. All right, now, uh, thoughts about what we want to do as we head into round four. Is there something we want to target? Is there something that we feel like, whoo, we really wanted we really wanted this position uh, going in and we didn't get it and it didn't fall right? I think and- we could... I think we should start considering, and we may get some very serious pushback here, but I think we should start considering now looking at running backs that are on the board. Yeah. Because I, my thought process is that, and again, you guys chime in how you feel. My thought process is that they're going to give Pollard a more specific heavy role this year. It may include playing a little bit more receiver. And what I don't think they want to do is if, something happens to Zeke and he gets injured is having to change his role in order to fill in for the other running back. So I think it might be worth it to at least look at running backs who can give you some special teams work, uh, who can, you know, be kind of in between tackle, carry a guy if Zeke were to miss time. Who are the guys who can mimic uh, Zeke's play sheet? When he, if he was to go down so they don't have to change the offense? I, I think you're right. I was actually thinking about exactly that when we were thinking about and looking at Austin and thinking, oh, no, we just lost Austin, is that Pollard might be doing a lot of that stuff this year anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so so run, I, think running, I think running back's a great, uh, a great option. Others? I look at those deep. There was a couple of edges that I still thought could help the offensive side of the ball too a little bit. Maybe, you know. Is there one who's – is there one who uh, – is there one who's a who's a prohibitive favorite that we want to track? Is that Cincinnati kid still around? My Jay? I don't know. Oh, we would have to wait till our next pick to be sure. But. Oh yeah. I guess Malone. Yeah, I don't think My Jay was still around. Just, just pause. Do we look at possibly bring? Moving up here for yeah, he one of those edges. He went ninety four to to the Chiefs. Okay. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I would like to move up personally. Yeah, I think we should uh, ride and see what's there. Let's ride. All right, let's let's ride to one twenty nine and see what happens. I think uh, outside of even running back, we should start to look at at specialists as well. I know it's early, but there's some good ones this year. There's no way in hell we're allowing Will McClay to draft a kicker in the fourth round, Will. I think I think we'll see him and do it in the fifth. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> well, if punt God's sitting here, we might have to consider it. We just signed a punter, bro. Don't care. All right, they're on the clock. What do you think? Let's like, want to take a look at the running backs. Say running back and edge would be my my vote. What do we think about? We got strong. Williams. I- Robinson, Tony White, anybody? I, anybody jumping I, think, out I think I think running back. What we're fourth round. I think we can wait. Stretch it, yeah, yeah. a little bit. I, I just I just thought we should at least start yeah. looking yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. I mean, I think you look here and you're thinking, oh wow, look at there's somebody who's just you know we think is a second rounder is still still floating around, and then you, you hit it. I like all, right. all four of those names right there. Yep, that running back. So 
I do think right. you can get. I do think we can find a running back. What you know, which one? Round the running five. back class is deep, man. Yeah, it is. You could get one anywhere, really, and I think they could could come in and play for you. Uh, any any of these edge rushers float your boat? I love Isaiah Thomas. Out of well, I say I love him. I love him this late. Mm-hmm. Kind of is he there? Yeah, yeah, he's right there. They got him at one eighty three. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, that seems very low. Um, yeah, I like Thomas as well. Clemens, Tom. I know they have some. I know they have interest in Clemens. I know they have interest in Thomas as well. Um, I haven't. I haven't personally seen Clemens, but I've seen Thomas, and Thomas is the guy that that I would I would go to bat for here. Yeah. Anybody at the foot. top at the top of the list who who uh, jumps out at you? Well, yeah, I was gonna say, are there any safeties around? Because I'm always looking at safeties later. Also, look at the Probably. tackles too. Might yes. have fallen. Well, JT Woods, Jerome McKinley. There's still yeah. some. Yeah, Joseph Corker. There's there's some good safeties. Um. Mm-hmm. Kind of figured that list would have fallen off by now, but still some guys holding on tight there. And there's our there's our tackle list. Reference a guy tackle? I like later. Zach Tom isn't around, is he? No, so Zach Tom's been a while gone back. for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. UNC kid must have gotten taken too. He might be more of a guard on their list. Yeah, he'll. he'll... Yeah. yeah. Do you guys like Marquise Hayes? I, I can't. I can't. I, he's all the tools, but I hate the way he plays. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a dude right there. And you're able to see the Smith low too. So it looks like we have a couple of options. We could go running back. We could go. We could look at specialists. Uh, we could double dip on the offensive line. Who was the offensive what? line we took earlier? Sorry, it was Green. Green. I don't know if you. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna take an offensive lineman, take a tackle Green. or a center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't love Gergens or Fortner. Neither one of those guys are hanging around. They'd be in off interior. Right. I bet you Jurgens went day two. Yeah. And Fortner must have went too. I saw Fortner go. Mm-hmm. I like I like uh, Lidstrom. Uh, I, I so mean, I. And I think Poe is is your starting fullback next year. That guard guy that was a little bit further down. I mean, I, I personally, personally, I'd still be banging the table for. I think those edges made based on what we've already done. Those edge rushers is kind of like we haven't drafted an edge yet. Yeah, we. I think I like Isaiah play. Thomas. I do too. I mean, again, we 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 like his body type. He's six foot five, six foot six, two hundred and seventy pounds. Can kind of play up and down the line of scrimmage. Has some explosiveness to him. We sent Leon Lett all the way down there to work him out. And Leon's too big for an airplane. If you're going to send Leon down there, you better make it worth his time. Make it worth it. I'm okay with that. Even though he had no idea who Leon Lett was. (laughs) All right. Any any objections to Isaiah Thomas? Nope. Wouldn't hurt my feelings. No, I think that's the kind of guy you you could work with, right? Mr. Quinn? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a few there that are right kinda... head coach in, in waiting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, did I say that out loud, Dad? I'm sorry, what was that? 
Let's hit it. All right, guys. So um, as as the draft continues to scroll through the end of the fourth round, um, thoughts about what we learned, if anything. You, li- you live and die by draft sequencing, you know. Sometimes it works out the way you want. I think you can try to be intelligent about it and still kind of get screwed by just the way that each individual draft runs, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, this no, this it, one it, this one didn't go the way we wanted. Didn't give us the opportunity to trade back even really. Um, and in retrospect, do you think we could we could have or should have sequenced differently, or did, could we even have? I mean, it seemed like we almost had to take Green in round one. I think the way that it fell, we didn't really have much of a choice. Mm-hmm. I think you know, we could have we could have gone wide receiver maybe first, but I, I think we we would have had problems. I think we sh- which I'm happy with the value we got in Christian Harris, like Dalton kind of said earlier, like in real life, does he make it all the way to 56 or 64? Probably not. But I think I would have liked to pursue drafting Kenyon Green at 24 and then maybe moving up for a Pickens or I think Sky Moore went round one, but, you know, Pickens or Dotson, one of those two guys, you know, if you can move your 129 and maybe one of next year's third round picks or something, move up and, We've heard that the value to move up this year isn't as you know great as it has been. So for me, if we could have moved up for Dotson or Pickens, I'd have been all for that. I think I think it fell well for what we had to to choose from. Getting Green, Harris, and Shakir, I think those are three difference makers. I think Isaiah Thomas can be a rotational guy right off of the bat, and then Jelani Woods is a long term option at tight end. He might not be ready year one, but we don't really need him to be ready year one. We need him to be ready year two into the future. It's a nice bunch of athletes. Yeah. And yeah. that's something that this team def- desperately needs. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, thanks for playing, guys. I really appreciate it. That was fun. Um, if we could just, uh, Dan, I'll, I'll hand, hand it off to you to, to um, wrap things up with these fine gentlemen. Yeah. So you could find all these great guys. Um, Connor Lifesey, he's on Twitter at Connor NFL Draft. Of course, you know, he's a veteran writer at Blogging the Boys and host of the Talking the Star, which is currently Talking the Draft podcast. And if you want a copy of his 2022 draft guide, he's got a pinned tweet with all the details. So make sure to check that out. Uh, Landon, you can find him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can check him out on the Locked on Cowboys podcast with Marcus Mosher. And of course, Dalton Miller is on Twitter at Dalton B. Miller. You can find all his great writing over at Pro Football Network. Thank you, guys. This is fun. I had a great yeah. time. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully the Cowboys can uh, manage to uh, match uh, our ability uh, on draft night. We'll see, though. Right. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Well, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed, uh, you know, the back and forth between all the different guys and, and um, you know, just, just kind of figuring out what the what the process is and trying to come to a consensus. Uh, I, I think that, you know, that's what's going on in, in war rooms, particularly in the weeks leading up to the draft. I think there's a lot of arguing back and forth and, and really trying to iron things out um, as teams, you know, finalize their boards and come up with their plans. So that was kind of fun for, for us to have a chance to do that with the those great guys. Yeah, I love I love being able to talk with them. I mean, we we have exchanges on Twitter and stuff, and those guys are so smart when it comes to the draft and 
spent so much time, you know, studying the draft and everything. So it, it was really fun to be able to have the conversations and, and help collectively make picks, you know, for, for the Cowboys. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but that is our show for this week. And what's going on next week, Dan? Well, the star seminar will actually be closed for the draft holiday season. We will actually not have a show for you next week. However, blogging the boys will not disappoint because we are going to have three shows for you after each day of the draft. So make sure to check out blogging the boys podcast and uh, follow all the draft recap information. And um, so that is what is going on next week. But that is it for our show today. If you haven't already, please do subscribe to the Blogging the Boys Podcast Network. Leave us a rating, write a review, wherever you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, iTunes. Tell us what you think, anything you would like us to do differently to improve your podcast listening experience. And if you ever want to talk to us about anything at all, Cowboys Hot Topics, your favorite draft prospects, or what was your worst draft experience? Let us know. Hit us up on Twitter. I'm at DannyPhantom24. And Rabs is at RebelRouser, spelled R-A-B-B-L-E-R-O-U-S-R. And make sure to check out all the great podcasts throughout the entire week. Every day we got something new for you. Tomorrow we'll have Cowboys Oi with Mauricio Rodriguez. And Sunday we'll have the World's Team with Meg Murray and Paul Stewart. So make sure to check those out. But that's all we have for today. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope you have a great weekend. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay true to the silver and blue, and we will catch you later. Last dismissed. Enjoy your break.